0: You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, Patrick Williams says he wants to be more involved in this offense. I want to talk about what we really expect out of Billy Donovan heading into this season and then starting lineup predictions ahead of our first preseason game. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Bulls. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, which your team every day. I am your host, Pat, the designer, host of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast on ESPN Chicago. We do want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get a $5 and uh, can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com forward slash locked on to get started. So we heard from Patrick Williams that, uh, you know, he wants to be a lot more involved in this offensive system. And, and I like What we're hearing from P. Will now, listen, I know there's a lot of talk that goes around this team, right? But the fact that we're hearing P. will give us quotes like this. He gave this quote to Will Goblin from CHGO for us to win. I have to carry some load offensively. I have to score the ball. That's just the player I want to be in this league. I want to be one of the best two way players in the game. I have the talent and skill to do that. And I think on top of that, right, when we saw the quote from him basically saying, I want to win. I want to go out there and win. This is a much more confident sounding P-Will now. You have to show me, right? Like, I'm not just going to sit here and believe that you're going to just turn the corner like that because all of a sudden you feel like playing. You have to show me that you have this in you, but I do like hearing the confidence out of P-Will, and I think this is an offense that can use him a lot more, and he can be a lot more involved in it, right? Because realistically speaking, Patrick Williams finished the season as the best we had in something he was our best three-point shooter last season and i think that that's something that i really want to see p will be able to grow off of be a three and d guy to start the season find your way in this offense and get to the hole though the the other thing for me right he talked about kind of uh in that article basically that you know when he's getting downhill and different things like that he wants to have that understanding of okay when do i do a pull-up jump or when do i get to the bucket when do i do a spin move to get to the basket right like All of these things that we're hearing is him trying to figure out his game. And maybe this is finally the season where he's able to unlock that. I hope that that is the case, realistically speaking, because it's almost like what he said, right? We're finally getting to see the mindset of him change. For the first two years of P. Will's career, we just kept hearing, you know, I just want to do whatever it's going to take to win. I just want to be a part of something better. I know that I can do this, but, you know, I just have to figure out where I fit in. This is not him talking about figuring out where to fit in. This is him talking about when the ball is in my hands, I have to know what I'm doing with it. I have to get to the bucket. That sounds, at least in speech, like a change of mindset. And how many times have we talked about P-Will needing to be able to go out there and change his mindset uh, when it came to the offensive side of the basketball and actually wanting to be the best at something? That is such a different mi- like. I want to be the best two-way player in the game. Now, everybody can say they want to be the best whatever it is, right? Like, I want to be the best shooting guard, small forward. I want people to understand what I am, blah, blah, blah. But hearing this from Patrick Williams, this is not what we've heard from him in past. And it sounds like there may be a little bit of a change in the mindset that is being put on display. And I hope so, because here's the thing realistically. When you see P. Will in person, you understand why AK wanted him to be what he was, right? As the number four overall pick, it hasn't panned out over the first two seasons of his career, right? but reali- Or first three seasons of his career, I should say. But realistically speaking, this guy can jump out the gym. This guy gets down the court really ridiculously fast uh he's got great straight line speed he should be one of the best defenders in the game based on his size and length he's one of the uh uh, lowest scored uh uh, one-on-one players in the nba based on you know uh, uh him guarding the man across from him right like there are so many things that are in p will's favor that it shouldn't be a shock that the Chicago Bulls thought that P. Will could be something that he hasn't turned into now, but the biggest thing a- every season, right? Like it was always the mindset. It was always what, what, what do you want to be? What are you aspiring to be? What are you trying to do to get to that next level? I even watching the All Access, right? To me, you're seeing a much more confident P. Will. When you, you're only seeing the clips, you're only seeing the highlights, right? Like no, at no point in any of that <laughs> in any of the All Access had a stroke right there. I saw that. Did you see uh, P. Will go out there, or did you see anybody go out there? I should say and miss a shot. Right, it's all the highlights. It's all the great, oh, great coaching moments. Great coach, to do this. Make sure you're here, stand over there. All right, great. Hey, we ain't missed the bucket yet. We're elite. That's what you always see in these all acts, all accesses. But realistically speaking. I like the mindset change that I think even some of the added players have brought to this team. What DeMar seems to have instilled in P-Will over a couple of years, and even the mindset of the organization basically saying, listen, we're not going to give up on you. They talked about it in the all-access. This comes down to young player development. When we're talking about elite teams, elite players, elite top, top of the NBA year-over-year year guys, It comes down to player development. You see how much AK is pouring into the player development side of things. Uh, As far as adding staff to that, you see how how he's talking about Kobe White and why he brought him back because he's not going to let a player that they've developed walk out the door. All of those things proving true. I like what I'm seeing from the Chicago Bulls on a player development mindset side. It starts with your mindset. All of these guys are talented. But what do you want to achieve? What do you want to aspire to? What do you want to get to? I love seeing the growth with Kobe White. I'm now starting to see that. I Now it's got to it's pay out on the court, right? Like at the end of the day, P. Will's got to go out there and make these plays. He hasn't to this point. But I do like that at a minimum, we're hearing him talk about being this guy, talk about being this player. He's never really talked about this. He's always just said, I know what the team wants me to do. I know what DeMar wants me to do. I know what it, 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 it comes down to it, right, where you ever have that moment where somebody just looks at you and go, what do you want to do? Right? Not, not with them, block out that noise, block out what the fans want you to be, block out what AK wants you to be, block out what Billy wants you to be, block out what DeMar wants you to be, all of that. What do you want to be? Patrick Williams, for the first time, says he wants to be the best two-way player in the league. That's a mindset shift. Now, you got to put in the work. You got to put in the action. We see him putting in the work. I think that this could be, I don't know if I'm going to say a breakout season for P-Will, but I do believe that we will see P-Will continue to move in the right direction. Now, what direction will that be? Will that be a 3-and-D guy? Because technically, that's still a two-way guy. Will that be a guy that can dominate on every part of the court? That's up to him to decide and also up to the team and how they utilize him, which is why I want to get into Billy Donovan in this next segment. But first, I do have to let you guys know about FanDuel. Listen, here's the thing with FanDuel, right? FanDuel always giving you the best betting options that you'll be able to see. You can snap into this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. Wide range of betting options include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. See if they got that Billy Donovan bet up there. I don't know if they do or not. See if they got that Billy Donovan bet up there. Uh, Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off the NBA season. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. Visit FanDuel.com and include money lines and prop player bets. Let's keep this thing moving along, man. Appreciate y'all for uh, showing love again. I don't have the, I, I got to get, I got to tell, Hey, just to send me the music at this point. Every time we do one of these, I feel like I'm just meh, 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 meh. Anyway, uh, I wanted to preview Billy Donovan and what we expect from him coming into this season, because realistically speaking, Billy Donovan is, is <sighs> on one hand, he's, he's a really good coach. And that hand is right being overly prepared, coming in with a game plan, getting guys ready to go, all of that, right? On the other hand, he's a very mediocre coach, and that hand is adjusting in the game in a timely fashion. We've seen some semblance of that kind of later in the season at the end of the year, but Billy's got his game plan. He's going to stick to his game plan. So what do we want to see change from Billy Donovan coming into this year? Of course, the adjustments, I think, is is obvious, right? But Billy Donovan has been labeled as this coach that doesn't adjust since Florida. I don't think that that all of a sudden is up and going to change. So let's talk about things that realistically we think we could see changing with this team. Number one for me, I want to see Billy Donovan Put his players in a position offensively more often to be successful and actually get on his players and hold them accountable when they don't take advantage of those opportunities. That is the number one thing for me with Billy, because I think that there are moments where the players do miss opportunities that Billy creates. I think that there are moments where Billy doesn't create opportunities, right? Those are two things that we've seen a ton throughout both of these seasons. The number one, right, putting players in moments where they can create the opportunities. There are some times where the Bulls just can't score. Elite defensively, right? Top five team defensively we will go six minutes through the season, and all of a sudden you're just looking at you're like, oh, my God, this guy's got it, right? Oh, here we go. We're defensively one point. Why can't we score a bucket? Why can't we figure out how to put the ball in the hole? And it's just because we go away from what's simple. We need to find that thing that is so simple that you can always rely on it. If the DeMar DeRozan mid-range isn't falling, which isn't often, right? Or the Zach Levine tray ball isn't falling. Or, you know, like the offense just isn't running how you want. Where do you go? He talked about it at Media Day. And I think what he said was apt, right? Like, listen. You need to get a guy in there that can offensive rebound, that can create out of the post, and that can attack the bucket. You have that guy. He's one of the best guys in the NBA that do it. Get the ball into Vooch in those moments where you're just trying to find some offense because how many times do we have to talk about this team as, okay, let's attack the paint here. Let's get down low. All you got to do is put the ball up. Now you're creating easy points. Yes, it's not the three ball. Yes, it's not flashy stuff. Yes, it's not a fast-paced offense. But you haven't let them score in six minutes, and you haven't scored in six minutes either. You've let them score three, four points over a three-minute span, and you've scored two buckets in that time frame. You can't extend leads that way. You can't build leads that way. You have to turn defense into offense this season. I think that that is the biggest part about putting players in a position. Position to be successful that I really want to see Billy Donovan change. Just take the simple bucket. And it, and it doesn't even have to be Voosh, right? Like, to me, if the simple bucket that day is DeMar DeRozan, go. Ride the hot hand. If the simple bucket that day is Zach Levine, go. Ride the hot hand. If it's P. Will, if it's Kobe, I don't care who it is. But let's be honest about this. Billy Donovan loves to go away from the hot hand. Billy Donovan loves to bench the guy or sit the guy because now he's at this point in the rotation or he's at this point in the minutes, and this is when I said I was going to bench him in the game. I'm sick of it. Put your players in a position to be successful. It doesn't just stop there, though. You have to hold your players accountable. The number one thing that Tory Craig and Javon Carter talked about coming into this season Guy's just not willing to take the shot. When you defended these guys, what was the biggest issue? They weren't willing to take shots. If they were willing to take shots, we would be more worried about them. They created open looks. They didn't take those shots. Sometimes you just got to let it fly. And I looked to the coach, right? Like, yes, I want to see some of the players be able to go out there and say, hey, listen, you got to shoot this one. Right? Like what Pat Bev did. When Pat Bev got here, you got to shoot this. You have to make this. You have to attack this. You have to do it. You're delegating. Yes, the players are leading it. That's what you want in a locker room. But the biggest thing for me if the Bulls are going to be successful this season, is holding guys accountable who won't do that, even if it's your own stars, even if it's DeMar DeRozan. Hey, DeMar, you need to be passing the ball in this situation. Hey, Zach, you need to be shooting the basketball in this situation. Vooch, you need to be not kicking out of the post in this situation. Hold your players accountable when they don't take it. The Bulls' biggest problem last season was reluctancy to take shots. Torrey Craig and Javon Carter both said this. Every Bulls fan in the world has said this. We've all said this reluctancy to take shots what does that mean well you play a game where you literally shoot the basketball to get more points the Bulls literally just had to shoot more shots the Bulls were an efficient team last year effective field goal percentage for Zach DeMar and Vooch all career highs Kobe White at the end of the season an efficient player the Chicago Bulls were a really, really efficient team. What's the problem? They don't shoot the basketball. The game is shoot the basketball. So I want to see Billy Donovan. I, I hear the talk at the beginning of the season. I hear the talk in the pregame media. I hear Vooch saying, I will not shoot. stand in the corner and shoot threes again. I hear all of that. I agree with it. I love it. It sounds great. You have to execute it because I heard a lot at the podium last year. I heard a lot of we need to get down and get together and figure this out and stay together and stay close and not let y'all break us apart and all that. I heard all of that. I heard all of it. I listened to every single post game press conference last season. You know what every one of them told me? That you were lying to us because the entire season until Pat Bev got here, nothing changed. So I need to see more of that. I need to see more aggression, more fight, more want to from this team. And I need Billy Donovan to hold this team accountable. (laughs) Listen, I can sit here and talk about all the in-game adjustments, the inbound plays, even though some of the players couldn't figure out how to get the ball inbounds in the slightest. I mean, I can sit here and talk about the clutch buckets, the clutch play calls, all of that, the reasons that you were letting leads get blown. I can talk about all of that. But realistically, it comes down to accountability with this team. And there was a lack of it all until Patrick Beverly showed up on this team. You know what happened when Pat Bev showed up on his team? Within the first week, he said DeMar DeRose or Zach Levine needs to shoot the basketball. That's all he needs to be working on. And he had Vooch pissed off because he told Vooch to his face on the court, you missed the defensive assignment, big fella. You can't miss that. Vooch want to sit there and argue with him about it. And he said, hey, I'm just letting you know you missed that defensive assignment. We're going to move past it. Let's go. accountability the biggest thing I need to see from Billy Donovan is instilling that into his players and instilling that in, in and while instilling that into the players the players exuding that out onto the court and I think that's kind of what's going to get us into this next topic uh, 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 of of where what we want to see this starting lineup be during the season but it 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 just comes down to I mean, the the biggest thing at the end of the day is just make sure that, again, how you're coaching this team, your players are putting out into the floor. And what I mean by that is, when Billy says something to Pat Bev, Pat Bev took it to the floor. The floor distributed it how it was supposed to be run. There was no... remember, Remember Billy talking about, oh, my bad, coach? I don't want to hear no more, my bad, coach. That's on me, coach. I I miss that, coach. Because there was a level of accountability. Now, I don't know if you have that player here. Javon Carter sounds like he's going to be that player. I would love for him to be that player. He sounds like he's going to be that guy. Torrey Craig also, based on how AK is building him up, sounds like he's that guy. But if we're keeping it a Billy Buck bean that's the biggest question when it look when you looked at his team. Who's the leader? I still don't know. I think it's Zach. I think maybe Zach learned from all of those moments last, but I still don't know. I need to see more from 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 the player led part of this team, and that does start from what your coach instills into them. What Pat Riley saying? You gotta be tight like this. Your coach has to put that, and that's why I like the Nashville trip. That's why I like what they're doing with all this, because realistically speaking, the Nashville trip to me says we need to actually like each other, right? We heard Mark Eversley say they didn't feel like a team on 670 to score. It didn't feel like they that everybody was bought into the fact that this was a team. We heard Vooch talk about how the team basically was waiting for Lonzo to come back when they found out he wasn't coming back, that it kind of just threw them off and they weren't prepared to go like all of these crazy things that you're like, What the heck are we talking about? What am I hearing here? But yeah, that that that, that kind of all goes back to the same thing, right? If you're keeping a level of accountability that just trickles down. And it starts at the top. It starts with the coach. It starts with the front office. And it works its way out to the court. So biggest uh, thing that I want to see from Billy Donovan coming into this season change, keeping his players accountable, and the players actually standing on that accountability. Let's get into this final topic, though. But before we do that, I do want to tell you guys about Bird Dogs, man. I mean, listen, y'all know... I'm a big, avid uh, proponent of bird dogs. I mean, they make you look good. They've got stretch khaki fit. Uh, They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. And they fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dog uses anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric Take notes, hey, That's how you read that. That cools you and keeps you dry all day long. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion as well. I mean, I've used these things. I've literally used these in all these, right? Golfing, date nights, uh, evenings out, the pool, Workout, lounging, work. I've, I've used them in every single one of these capacities. All you have to do right now is go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on NBA and enter the promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. Finally, what I want to do on the show. As I want to get you guys' thoughts on this as well, let us know in the comments below, what do you expect the starting lineup for this team to be? We heard about the open uh, competition at the point guard battle. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could go with here. I think we're hearing a lot from Patrick Williams in this as well, but is there a guarantee that he's going to be your starting power forward? Where are you guys at right now with who should be in the starting lineup for this team? I think at point guard, especially ahead of this preseason game, right? First preseason game is Sunday. I think of the point guard position. You're probably talking about Kobe White starting this off. Every clip that I've seen them running him with has been Kobe White. They keep talking about the development of Kobe White. I think they're going to give Kobe the shot to be the starting point guard first on this team, and they're going to run this thing out. Um, and, and I mean, listen, I, I would like to see that because I think that scoring output with him and Zach Levine at the two is going to be the 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 probably one of the better if you can actually get that to be a cohesive relationship right we've seen zach and kobe on the floor at the same time i believe they both have had 40 point games at the same time uh so that's not something that would surprise us they both i I mean if kobe white can stay consistent he talked about kind of wanting to be a more consistent player this season knowing that that stigma is on him and that it is a true stigma based off of what he's done in his nba career right going out there being able to when this point guard spot could be big for that, because now you're on the floor with an opportunity to play off of a guy who also has to be worried about scoring the basketball in Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. So I think they start this Bucks game with Kobe White. Now, listen, is that great? I mean, defensively, this this your your backcourt is in trouble. Right. But we'll see. We'll see kind of, you know, Kobe White's improved a little bit. Zach Levine, a nice defender as well. We've seen them be, or, or I don't know about nice, a better defender as well. We've seen them be, uh, uh um, play pretty well together defensively while on the court. Uh, and, and realistically you're trying to score the basketball more, put up more shots. I think the three is still locked into DeMar DeRozan for sure. Um, and you just want to kind of figure out if Kobe can kind of separate DeMar and Zach very much like we talk about what Drew Holiday is supposed to do with uh, uh, um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? I, I think that that's really the end-all, of be-all the, the end be all with this team. We think that this team can play together. We think that they have a ton of talent, but it's about how do you separate where Zach and DeMar are on the floor. The four is an interesting position because now – I know it's a no-brainer to say uh, Patrick Williams at the four, but realistically speaking, do you want to have Pat Will come off of the bench and be kind of that offense off of the bench with how he's talking here, right? It might be a good time to go out there and be able to develop him, to be able to develop his offensive game to give him more confidence. There's no opportunity for people to take shots away. I think you might toy with an opportunity where Torrey Craig could also be in this starting lineup. Uh, especially still giving you the defensive ability. He's only 32 years old, I believe. So able to go out there, knock down that three ball, very similar to P will and be that three and D guy on the floor, maybe allowing P will to come off of the bench and give you the instant offense off of the bench that he's talked about being able to build up here. I just don't think that opportunity is in the starting lineup for him in the starting lineup. You go out there, you play your role, you get back on the bench Uh, off of the bench. I think there's more opportunity there. I wouldn't be surprised to see if they actually toyed with the idea of Patrick Williams coming off the bench, Torrey Craig being in the starting lineup. And of course, Nick Vucevic, we know that he's probably going to be your starting center. But the reason that I wanted to do this exercise is because I think that there is a little bit of difference that could come from what we see in this first preseason game and what we want to see on the floor, an offensive lineup off of the bench where you've got Javon Carter, three and D guy, Patrick Williams, who could be right. The everything, Guy, This might be an opportunity for Dalen Terry to get in there as well. Of course, drum being able to come in at that center position and AC. That's a defensive unit. That's a defensive lineup. You're going to mix some of those guys in with the starting lineup as well. I kind of like that lineup fit coming into this first preseason game on Sunday. And I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I would like to see what that would look like and if that would be something that could carry into the season. But, of course, we don't know what that starting lineup will be until tip-off, but I do want to know you guys' opinion. Let me know in the comments below. I'll be down to talk with you as well. Hey, that's another episode of Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Can follow the show on everything at Locked On Bulls. For Hayes, who is not here today because he had to be a supportive father, shout-out to my boy, man. Y'all stay safe out there. One love, all that good stuff, man. Peace.